0: What's up? Welcome to the Wised Up Podcast presented by Y Community Ed. I'm your host, Zach Nelson, and today I'm joined by Bo Bolum, the coach of the YZA mountain biking team. Bo, how are you today? I'm doing good. Thanks, Zach. How's isolation going for you?
1: Um, uh, we're we're doing okay. We're fortunate that everybody's healthy and um consider ourselves lucky. My wife's uh, full-time job is secure. Um, She is working from home. So that creates, um, you know, a pretty full house with uh, two kids at home and them doing schooling now as well. So, Um, but we're, uh, I consider ourselves pretty fortunate. Um, And uh, besides going a little stir crazy, uh, which I think everybody's used to um, with the biking side of things, um that definitely provides some sanity for myself my son's also uh, really into this so him and i'll go out on rides Plymouth's got a lot of nice uh, places to ride whether it's on the trails uh, the paved trails that uh, getting a little crowded which is good to see people out but um, we also go out on the the roads and pretty quickly get out into the countryside and that's pretty nice on uh, nice days um, which these last couple days haven't been so great but before that, uh, it was nice to enjoy that and stay sane that way.
0: Yeah, biking is such a great way to, you know, get outside, especially when we're all isolated to our homes. So, you know, it's such a great way to exercise. You know, why would you recommend biking with everything going on right now?
1: Um, I think uh, a number of reasons. One, just the uh, the exercise part of it just can clear the mind and kind of take you away from uh the you know i find myself on bad days being there staring at uh, the tv and all this news that kind of overwhelms you uh so to get away from that um and then there's also it's interesting for mental health uh cycling's been studied to be like one of the best and they find that the reason to be is one the exercise but two versus running um, there's a little bit more benefit with your mind stays more occupied with everything that you're seeing at a faster speed Um, and you can take that all in where running they find people you're moving slow enough that you start to go back to your you know the news of the day or whatever where cycling seems to kind of take you away a little bit more Um, and then on the with mountain biking it's even more where you've got to kind of stay focused on the trails and surroundings to make sure that uh, you stay upright and those kind of things. So um, between the exercise and uh, I love the freedom of it and the mental health aspects, it's it's, it's kind of my cup of tea and I think it works for a lot of people.
0: So kind of getting into that a little bit, there are many different forms of cycling or different types of bikes. There's mountain bikes, there's road biking, there's hybrid and cyclocross bikes. What are some of the differences in these different types of cycling?
1: So I think they've uh, the cycling world's kind of tried to make bikes for everybody. You know, if you start with say a road bike, you know, the drop handlebar, the thing you see and, you know, uh, the tour de France or something like that, I would say is meant for a uh, little bit more of an enthusiast of the sport um you know you're wanting some speed uh some distance those kind of things um but you also need a little bit more special equipment with you know the right shorts because the saddles are not as comfortable and that kind of stuff versus say a hybrid bike which is definitely more of a recreational i just want to go out um you know be able to go for you know a half hour 45 minutes to get some exercise typically you know uh on paths roads, that kind of stuff. Um the positions more comfortable for those kind of things. You're sitting more upright. Um but again it's a little bit slower and it's meant to kind of be an around town bike. Um where you go to a mountain bike, it's kind of like uh I almost think of it as like a ATV or a four wheel drive truck, right? You're able to go through lots of stuff out in the the woods and on dirt trails and over rocks and roots and that kind of stuff if you want Um, and so they're really really stable and so even as they've seen mountain bikes gain popularity a lot of people just have them for in the city too because they're so stable and you are so secure on them I guess would be a good word for it Um, so they can kind of be a do anything type of bike Um, and then the other ones you kind of mentioned like a cyclocross bike is you're really kind of getting into that specialty type area cyclocross is kind of this fun niche sport where it's in parks typically and they're real tight and weave back and forth and around and um, they have stairs that you can jump off the bike and run up and those kind of things Um, one neat aspect that's come out of cyclocross is these big events now called uh, the gravel races so instead of riding on paved roads they're doing it on gravel roads and those have kind of taken off in popularity around the country um, so that's kind of a cool new scene another new one for people for commuters and that kind of stuff that's really exploded especially in europe but starting to hear is uh, e-mountain bikes or e-bikes which is actually they have an electric motor on them um, so you don't get quite as much exercise but if you think you're a commuter and going into work and don't want to be sweaty um, they're fast, uh, you get some exercise and you get to where you want to be. So, um, they've kind of tried to make a bike for everybody, I guess would be the way to put it.
0: Yeah. So mountain biking, as you mentioned earlier, can have a little more mental stimulation when you're out on trails, you have obstacles, so to speak that you either can, can use or avoid. So why is mountain biking so great in your opinion?
1: I think a lot of people see it as one, a way to get into nature Um, Two, its a challenge for a lot of people. It's a ton of for me. And I think a lot of people out there, it's just a ton of fun because it's so like if I go out and, um, you know, like I've got my heart rate monitors and those kind of things to see what kind of workout I get in. And I'll get back from a mountain bike ride of an hour and a half and I see my numbers and it looks like I've just destroyed myself and I should be, you know, suffering. And I'm just, if I did that on the road bike, I would be, you know, I'd be like, holy cow, that was a hard ride. With the mountain bike, I get back and I'm just like, I can't believe I did that. I just had so much fun, you know, so it's not, I get so distracted from the workout just by the challenge and the fun that I'm having of weaving through the woods and um, going up and around the stuff um so that's i just find it so stimulating and i don't even think of it as a workout for me you know i just think of it as i get to go out and play and a side benefit of playing is that it was a really good workout um so that's kind of for me that's why i love it
0: where can people go mountain biking on the northwest side of the twin cities
1: um so it's a pretty good scene over in this area town And I can I'll start out by saying there's a website that's got um, a bunch of the trails listed, and it's MORKMTB, so it's M O R C M T B dot org. And not only do they give a list of the trails, but they'll give a list of trail conditions. Because if trails are wet or muddy, they close them down because the, you know, riding on the mud makes these big deep trenches and causes erosion and kind of destroys the trails. So. There's a group out there that maintains them, and that uh, Mark is one of those groups. Um, but so that's a really good resource to go and see um, what the trail conditions are, what the trails are, where they are, those kind of things. So they'll be able to even get directions on that. But um, for specific areas, here is Elm Creek Park Reserve has a uh, about 12 miles of mountain bike trails, and that one's actually located in the park up by the um, Uh, off-leash dog park Um, another one is Lake Rebecca Park Reserve out by Rockford Um, and then Theodore Worth Park has um, a bunch of different trails I think total mileage there is probably around 13-14 miles Um, good place to go down there is there's the uh, Lopit Foundation Trailhead it's a good place to park and they've got Uh, Maps as to where to go to the trails and that kind of stuff Um, And then I believe our Elk River also has a really good trail called Hillside Park. So that's not too far away That's about 25 minute drive from um, Plymouth here Um, And then hopefully this summer is Minnetonka is going to be at Lone Lake Park going to be building about five miles of trails for the summer so that's kind of um, good locations just right in this area um, and then once you start doing it, uh, you'll find the mountain bike community is really open and inviting and, we'll, uh, you'll be able to locate different places to go as well.
0: For someone that isn't into mountain biking, is it something that you can, you know, jump into as a beginner and do some more, um, uh, beginner level trails? Absolutely. Um, and I would say,
1: um, on from our experience with coaching the mountain bike team is we will literally in a month's time be able to take a uh, you know a ninth grader or eighth grader or something like that who's barely ridden a bike and get them ready to race in a month's time by you know kind of teaching them basic skills and that kind of stuff um, but there is um, a lot of the trails have Rated their trails. So it's almost like the if you go to a ski hill and they use that same system of a green trail blue trail black trail kind of thing Um, And up at like Elm Creek, there's a little beginner section. That's probably a mile and a half to two miles long Um, Lake Rebecca same thing their whole trail system is a little bit more of a beginner level Um, you know, you might actually find yourself more tired at Lake Rebecca than um being beyond your skill set for riding a bike um so those two places are really good on those trails that i suggested like the elk river one i would not recommend a beginner to go to just it's a little bit more technically demanding is what we would call it um and then again i would also suggest to people who are going to do that to make sure you've got a mountain bike make sure it's you know been looked at and tuned up those kind of things um, and recommend that it be a mountain bike from a bike shop versus a uh, mountain bike from like a uh, Walmart or target, just, they're not really built for handling too much of it. Um, so those would be my recommendations on that.
0: So let's talk about safety. What are some safety tips that you have for people as they ride?
1: Um, first thing is, is. Uh, helmets are no longer not cool. And maybe I'm just <laughs> that old that I remember the day of nobody wearing them. Um, so like our bike team, it's a mandatory rule that every single person has a helmet on at all times. Um, and for me personally, who has been riding, um, I'm 51 now, been riding since I've been, you know, in college or before that, even, um, for me to not ride with a helmet feels really weird. Um, And I don't feel right. I don't feel comfortable mountain biking. I actually Bike much worse because I know I don't have that helmet on and I then get real uh, Tense I think or I don't know but um, so helmet is the the biggest thing Um, and then from Being on the road a couple of tips is one um, Go out and find bright clothes whether it's a, a bike jersey or a bright t-shirt or sometimes you even see guys wearing those uh like the construction crew vests with the little uh things that kind of reflect light and those kind of things Um, as well as on uh when you're on the road a lot of people now will just have these little red blinky lights on their bikes and have them on all the time so not just at night Um, and that's just to get you noticed you know so that people see you instead of not seeing you and then um, causing a problem um other thing is is when you're out on the road to select uh, a road with a good shoulder so you can get over instead of having to be so close to the cars. Um mountain biking wise I would say make sure your bike's tuned up correctly so you don't have chain problems that might throw you over. Um stay within your limits. Um, and then uh oh the one safety thing that I would definitely bring to is um always bring your phone you know it's just so easy like if you get hurt and if you struggle to be able to get out of somewhere you're able to uh, contact somebody um, if that situation arises um, as well as letting somebody know in your household or whatever where you're headed what you're doing kind of some basic tips
0: so someone like me I've been road biking and probably have gotten half a dozen flats throughout the course of my road biking tenure i guess and so i know the importance of being prepared for anything while on the bike any sort of bike what are some of the essentials that people should have with them in terms of maintenance when they're out and riding um biggest thing would be is you've got uh, a spare inner
1: tube or two um, maybe even a patch kit or um, another thing that can work for. Uh, small holes is a, a tube of super glue you just super glue over the hole um, but if it's a bigger hole you'd want a patch kit um, and then a hand pump um, that you can carry with or they now sell um, little co2 cartridges that you can put on um, with a little adapter and pump up your tires that way so those are kind of the the major the the most likely things to occur there's also any bike shop will sell what's called a multi-tool um and so that's got like all the uh, allen wrenches or um, different wrench sizes that might be on there in case you need to do some kind of repair Um, one that's pretty common for people to have is for a chain to break or something like that and those multi-tools a lot of times have a chain tool on there and what I tell like our team riders or I've told my son for um, learning stuff, a good basic way to start and then you can ask people more is the stuff out on YouTube is, it, it, I mean, it's endless, right? So you can go to YouTube and like I have our team, I send out a video that's like, how do you change a flat on a mountain bike? And they'll walk you through the steps of that whole thing. Um Uh, though the the one other tool that you want for changing a tube is they call them tire levers Um, and again any bike shop will know what that means when you go in and those are really inexpensive too Um, so you could google the or youtube how to change a tube and how to fix a chain Um, I'd say are the two biggest things and then uh, off the bike or off the ride when you're back home is just to clean that bike um, and to get a good uh, bike lube, not just some any old oil or WD-40 um, and to keep your drivetrain lubed and that kind of stuff.
0: Yeah, I was going to transition into some things that people can do back home uh, to take care of their bikes. Is there anything they'd like to add to that? Um, so the biggest ones are um, keeping
1: it clean, keeping that drive chain cleaned, and then before uh, you go for a ride, and we do this at like our uh, practices, uh, is you have air in your tires, proper pressure, you know, so kind of know what you're going to do. And that varies huge from bike to bike. So like a road bike is at uh, 80 to 90 psi a lot of times. Mountain bikes at about 20 to 25 um, they now have a, another set of mountain bikes called fat bikes, which are the huge wide tires for they ride them in the snow and that kind of stuff. Those will go down to like five PSI sometime. So figure out that. Um, make sure your brakes are working correctly. Um, if you've got uh, cable brakes or the traditional brakes that everybody's grown up with, uh, make sure that the cables are in there correctly and that they might not pop out um, and then hydraulic brakes are kind of the new disc brakes It's almost like miniature versions of what's on a motorcycle is make sure that they're all working um make sure and then the we call it the ABC so the A is air B is brakes and C is chain make sure that's working correctly and that bent or the gears are not working um so to do those things then if something's out of sync get it into the bike shop and have them take a look at it and get it fixed up for you so that things are running properly because a bad running bike makes you know things much less enjoyable
0: out there so switching gears a little bit now a lot is obviously up in the air at this point but what are you doing for the upcoming why is that a mountain bike season
1: so the thankfully we've got a little bit of time yet so the uh why is that a mountain bike team? It's a high school team and there's a high school league. Um, and they, races don't start until um, September, uh, end of August, September. So we've got some time to, you know, we're just kind of keeping our fingers crossed. Um, and we don't start practice until August 1st. Um, and so we are um, talking with our community ed person who helps run the registration and um everything that happens with community ed for the team um so we will registration will be opening uh in may sometime uh early may um so we're still encouraging people to get signed up um our coaching staff we've had um, the national league and there's a minnesota chapter of that is we have uh, meetings for coaches and trainings for coaching at this time and one of those had to be canceled and then another one which is the beginning of may here um, is actually going to be virtual so um not ideal but still going to be able to get our coaches uh some training and those kind of things. um thankfully the Wayzata team's got a real good support of a coaching staff and a lot of returning coaches um so i feel confident in our group that we've got um so we're trying to keep all that kind of stuff going um, figuring out how to get the word out a little bit more and this change environment versus being able to be directly in the schools um, and those kind of things. So, we're still working with the coaches, um, even though we can't meet, you know, and uh, the assistant coaches and I are kicking around some ideas and just kind of getting things ready to go. Um, traditionally, this is still real early for us, anyhow, or like our uh, traditional informational meeting for parents and athletes is the first week of May. So we'll just have to run that virtually through community ed and have uh, some kind of link for people to be able to go and see our
0: presentation and those kind of things. So
1: that's kind of our steps right now and uh, just keeping our fingers crossed.
0: Yeah, and if you want to learn more about the YZOTA mountain bike team or get in contact with with Bo or any of the other coaches, you can go to yzotaschools.org slash community ed. Under the youth section, we have a mountain bike team page. So encourage you to go there to follow registration dates, uh, any other information that may come up with the mountain bike team.
1: Good luck to everybody. Get out on the bike. Keep yourself sane. Get some exercise. Uh, Looks like next week, hopefully, the weather should turn back again to make it more enjoyable. And uh, hopefully, we'll be able to see everybody out on the trail soon.
0: That sounds great. Thanks for joining me, Bo. I appreciate it. Thank you, Zach. Thanks again to Bo for coming on the podcast. Again, if you want to learn more about the Wazeta Mountain Bike Team, visit wazetaschools.org slash community ed. Under the youth tab, we have a mountain bike page. So encourage you to go there for registration information and just to learn more about the mountain bike team. Also encourage you to follow our Facebook page, Wazeta Community Ed. You can find that at facebook.com slash WPS community ed. We have a lot of exciting stuff on there. You can follow us for things that we're doing online, things that we're doing in the community during this time. Thanks again to all of you for listening, and we will talk to you soon.